In Common With Podcasts are produced as Art Work. These podcasts are a collaboration between In Common With and the 1968 Film Group for Depth for Dex 2019. Welcome to In Common With Podcasts. My name is Neil Ferguson and today I'm in conversation with Magic Bojajewski, who I usually just call Magic, it's much easier for me. Um, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit, Magic? Yes, I'm Magic Bojajewski. <laughs> um, I was thinking, how should I introduce myself, actually? Should I say... Um, that should I say an artist or should I say defunct artist or should I say uh, art is just my expensive hobby all the three of them at the same time well uh, all are applicable yes. maybe I don't know I don't think defunct because uh, you know like you've worked we've worked together on three in conversation events in the past you know with and they've all they've all taken up a um, very very different type of structure. One essentially dealt with drawing. The second one we did as a play. And then the third one, we'd, we made a sculpture. And uh, when I was looking at some of the notes to introduce uh, the podcast, I thought the sculpture, we asked the question, why build anything? Which, you know, we, can, we might come back to. Uh, but the actual event was called In Conversation Can Be Wrong for the Right Reasons. Looking at the play, it was a kind of, we, we spoke about it as a, a collaborative conversation as a play. And I was wondering whether we can actually approach this perhaps as a collaborative conversation as a podcast and explore what we might actually want to talk about in a podcast, what's relevant. So in saying that, why defunct artist? <laughs> Why de well, uh, defunct artists? Because um, this actually came to my head when I was preparing for my solo show that I had three or four months ago at Cave, uh, at Current Space, uh, and um, you know I I work I've been working for the last few years. Uh, full-time in retail that has completely nothing to do with my art practice and um, kind of over the years it's becoming that uh, it's it's kind of like the you know everyday life just takes over and i've never had uh, i've never had a proper studio and i've never well i did have time before but i've never had a proper studio where i can go and explore different things not kind of do them you know because i'm ambitious so i can combine it everything you know so in between in between working full-time i can keep scratching my head but you'd anticipate making things uh what do you mean i didn't anticipate no you anything? would you anticipate making things yes in a studio yes of course mm. you know especially that i'm you know especially that uh, um well, on my BA, I was kind of very much interested in uh, in installation, maybe not making per se, but still. And for me, <clears throat> my kind of 
recent practice is almost uh, 99% drawing and then a little bit text. Um, and I would say that drawing is making, for me at least. Mm. You know, it's like uh, in this, in this, like as much as I can to make something, it's very physical to yeah. me, you know. It, it gives me the satisfaction almost as if I were a potter. <laughs> do, do you think drawings are, are almost like preparations for things? No, not at all. No. I mean, no, they can be. Yeah. It just depends. Uh, but, but you know, it's, I even, I looked recently at some of my sketchbooks from when I was actually kind of doing sculpture slash installation. And lots of those drawings are, um, well, they kind of are meant to be mental notes and kind of preparations, but they look perfectly fine. They look like a end, uh, I mean, you know, end product in yeah, the end. Yeah. Like they do, it's, it's, it's almost like just the material decisions of extending a drawing. You know, when you take it further, then you're into what am I going to make mm. it from? And, you know, is, is, is this a painting or is it a print? Or, you know, there are, it's, it's just an interesting thing of where, how an artist can operate comfortably as an artist. No, I wouldn't say comfortably, that's the wrong term, but without actually necessarily having a studio. Mm. And it, then it, it, it re, you know, like, you know, and the, the notes, there are, must be a number of, you know, like semi-defunct artists in London who, who keep going, but don't have, you know, mm. almost like despite the, the, the difficulties. But I'm going to... So I am semi-defunct artist now. <laughs> join, no. join, join the club. You know, it's... Uh, like one of the things that that we you know that we've touched on is is a kind of uh, often an element of provocation uh, about you know the way that you might you know you're provoking uh, people with the type of image or the, the the message in the image. Like we've spoken in the past about disappointment with the behaviour of spectators, and you you once mentioned to me that you. You're interested in making art for strangers. Does that resonate with you when I? Yeah, yeah. I remember when we were talking about and the context of it. Uh, you know, I I mean the context of it was uh, my show from two years ago when when it was based. I mean, big part of it was me just getting into conversations with the proper strangers coming to see the show, not my friends or family or friends of friends. So basically with people with whom I had no connections, connection. And because ultimately I, from those conversations, my, my point was to get some stories and then to write them down in the books that I prepared for the show, you know, that were already kind of recontextualizing the whole thing. And as I said, I was getting the best stories from proper stranger. But the problem was that I had like a literally six strangers all together, you know, and we, we did talk about it like the, you know, all the shows that we, we did together or mm. that you are doing. How often do you get a proper stranger coming that provides you, that kind of provides you with the, and, you know, and I'm not talking stranger in the sense whether these people are interested in art or not, educated, prepared or not.
but like as someone that we really don't know and we had no one in connection so this person can actually give us some sort of a we can treat this person as a guinea pig you know to kind of try it out because otherwise you know there is almost like a, a need for a new you know, viewer all, all the time although they do seem to be it's, it's very difficult to attract mm. and you, you know like like why would that be well, you know, we might hear uh, talking from the experience in retail. Yes. <laughs> you know, we are probably not that good in marketing and in, uh, you know, reaching out to our potential customers. Yeah. You know, that might be one of the reasons. But also it's like, uh, uh, well, yeah, I think that we should basically be much better in advertising, marketing, and, uh, you know, do, do when we were doing shows together, I mean, of course we were interested in bringing people in, but for example, we were always kind of very cautious of how many people we can bring in, because there, there's like a, always some sort of a constraint you know, it's like, um, I mean, I don't know. I just, no, it's, I don't, there's, there's, not, there's not an easy, you know, there's not an easy method. Obviously, more people would, would, would adopt it. You know, it's often, like, I've sometimes found a, an element of disappointment with um, people who don't attend, who I think, I can't. I don't understand why they wouldn't follow. You know, like you know, like even though you don't have a massive peer group, it's it's still surprisingly few who come to events. So in some ways, this it's almost like they're part of a a kind of a malaise or a a general type of behaviour. You know, as though it's too much trouble to go to an art event. Mm. It, it puts you know, it it puts the artist in a very you know difficult position, mm. arguably. Like you know, it's like you know, why bother? You know, when you you know, when you're struggling for an environment to make the stuff, and then when you've made the art and you've gone to the effort of working with curators or various levels, and then people don't turn up, it becomes very very difficult. You wonder whether are are, are we following the correct? You know, is it are we following the correct procedures? Is really. Well, I mean, do we have to be? Do you have to declare very clearly that we are political, or we are dealing with these no, things? No, I don't think that it's this. You know, I'm pretty sure. For example, if uh, you know, let's say we decide to do another income together with Fred, uh, you know, the three of us as we did mm. before, and then somehow by some, you know, things that happen in life. Uh, you know, it will turn out, I don't know, there is an article about us in The Guardian, then there is another, I don't know, suddenly we get some sort of a media attention. I'm pretty sure that the turnout would be suddenly much bigger. Yeah. Because people would be like, oh, well, maybe something. I mean, you know, I think that uh, we were trying actually really hard, the three of us, uh, when we were working each time, to kind of at least try to make sure that we 
try to produce something that is quite different each time. So, you know, we wanted each time to be on a certain level, at least, you know, I think that by, and that's that driving me in my practice, let's say, if I know that I have a show, you know, I did like a very text-based show two years ago, my own, so I'm not gonna repeat myself. I did almost opposite, I did drawing-based show. So please do not, I mean, I would feel bad if I have, let's say, another show in two years time and I will do text show or, uh, you know, drawing show because I feel obliged that, you know, I think that, yeah, you know, in order to attract people that in the end still didn't, don't show up, uh, uh, you know, each time I have to do something different. Yeah. Well, it's also for myself uh, to do different. The, but but the, educational, the educational models of, of this, do they, do they promote do different things all the time? Or do, you know, like the model that I know I was brought up, and I'm not saying it, was, it wasn't yesterday, but you always know, actually like develop a style and maneuver around that style. Well, yes, and definitely we can't get rid of it. It's I think you know, you know, until certain moment you develop some sort of a vocabulary. So I think. But, you know, I think with these friends and family, because let's face it, we are, we, well, I wanted to say we are stuck with this kind of audience. Our friends and family who's listening to it, yeah. please don't take it too seriously. Yeah. Obviously, I'm joking. Yeah. Uh, no, but what I wanted to say is that, uh, you know, it's very kind of, I think, fine line uh, between people knowing us personally and then knowing a little bit about our practice, you know, and sometimes, I don't know, sometimes maybe they just assume that they know us enough. I mean, you know, they are, I mean, we, we, we try to support each other. Well, we all have that. You know, sometimes I go to the shows of friends of my friends or someone that I vaguely know. I mean, mainly to support them morally, I would say. Yes. Uh, I kind of, my personal judgment or view uh, about their artwork is secondary to me. It, yeah. I, I go there because I want to support them as a human being and as a fellow artist, you know. Uh, so where would you go then in terms of you were wanting, you know, if you wanted to go and look at art for the sake, you know, I want to you know, say, I want to go and look at art. I want to challenge myself on looking at art. How do, how do you... How do you go about that? You know, where, you know, where do you look? Do you look at art magazines? Do you follow critiques? You know, kind of mixture of everything. Mm -hmm. You know, like I don't go and see that many shows. Actually, mm -hmm. I should. But you know, ironically enough, I know that you have like a um, that you have uh, mixed feelings about it. Each summer, I try to go to quite a few graduate shows. You know why? Because I find that, um, I mean, there are obviously different works, etc. you know, perfect, imperfect, but majority of those artworks are made by younger people than we are. Mm -hmm. And they still have a bit of this attitude that they don't care and that they, they still dare yeah. and they don't give a fuck. And that's quite refreshing. And also it's quite, and sometimes you can kind of see interest, see, you can, I don't know, there is something interesting for me about this because 
you know, let you know, like the main, the mainstream. I mean, mainstream. We live in a big city, so even smaller galleries, kind of, we perceive them almost as a mainstream. It's quite a lot of cases. It's quite predictable, you know. Like well, one of my problems when I go to the you know the shows or, or student shows is that inevitably I turn up as a as a as a friend. You know where I'm, I'm kind of where I know people, and I and I and and I think because of that, there's a lot. It's often a lack of kind of general intimacy in the atmosphere. There's often too many people, which you know, and mm. you know, thing. And I take your point I, I, in the sense that I think being a, being quite critical or taking a critical position is actually really important for how I look at the making of all production of all that. But there is a case where you know occasionally there is work that stands out it always still makes me slightly worried about what the rest of the people are doing and you know like if 98 percent of the people and if this is assuming there's only 100 people exhibiting and the 98 percent of them are barely worth watching i wonder where it where, I, I don't personally think it's my problem i feel more concerned that people aren't hitting a a, a, a a broader form of area of interest. Okay, so you mean, so you're trying to say that it's the fault of the artist, well, of that, the product, let's put it. Pro- uh, there's a mixture, there's a mixture of things going here. Like, there's the artist, like, you know, my, my, my constant complaint is the kind of, the ego of the artist usually is, is far too pushed to the, the forefront. Like, I, I would imagine most art shows in the main have got to be about art because that's the only way we understand it why we're there but so much of it's like pushing himself and then you realize that's that's when it starts to fundamentally f- fall down for me you know like there, there are so many interesting debates arguably that they could be trying to deal with and it seems as though they live with people working a time capsule you know where as though, as though anything that didn't happen as though nothing happened even you know before 10 years ago you know that that's my mm. slight problem mm. you know it's it's you know with shows you is you know they don't they don't seem to get at the the real punch of what art can be mm. about, and I know it's something that we've spoken about. We we want to try and deal with difficult issues, mm. but all the difficult issues seem to be all, all of a sudden just neatly wrapped up in something that actually reduces the difficulty. You know, it becomes a model of you know like like I think there's a, a I'm going to throw the notion of self censorship into the debate. Mm. Would you know what I would mean if I spoke about self censorship of, of the production of their own work? Um, no, I, I, I do I do know what you mean. Um, like, well, style? basically, we're now we, we will be slagging everything because let's face it, uh, you know something that gives you really uh, a kick and a pa- or a punch, it happens like hardly ever. And no, I, I think that it's no matter how critical you are. So it's, you know, here, through very a lot of shortcuts, we can like uh, also blame, you know, the whole educational system because there is a, like almost, at least in London, let's face it, it's like a, there is almost a recipe that, you, like, as I said, like I like to go to some graduate show but you know, it's like a, you, you almost see that in, in each school there is some sort of a recipe. And then you, five years later, you go to galleries and some of these people are lucky. I mean, lucky. 
work, working hard, mixture of different things are showing, you know, work, but there's still, you can see the mechanism, the same mechanism of almost thinking, or, you know, the recipe still stays the same. There is very few people in art, but in general in art, who are, and it's not only, in my opinion, the question of facing difficult issues or self-censorship, which is very important as well, but it's like to really uh, be, even become aware that uh, there is a recipe. Because, you know, even us, we, I think that, you know, we were trying to go a little bit, you know, outside of the lines, especially with our play. Yes. You know, I think that it was quite, uh, you know, at least, yeah. It, but it's not easy to, to I think, you know, I, I am perfectly aware that, uh, you know, I am confined to to certain way of thinking and uh, and to be honest with you yeah as a semi defunct or defunct artist or and working full time i kind of don't have i wanted to say luxury yeah i don't have luxury of time to really sit and push myself because when i was preparing my show for currents like a few days before i got to the point that i was like and now I would like to have three months in a studio because now I have a feeling that I've started to get somewhere. But bam, yeah. you know. So, but but and and, and on, at the same time, you know, there was some sort of a self censorship going on as but well. But if we were if we were sitting down, you know, and we were talking about like politics and whether you're like. In the broadest sense of it is the specific thing we could actually we could have an argument we would hit the point and it, when i for me an awful lot of when i go and see artwork particularly student work like okay they're young people but their politics seem very weak and you know or, or art gets in the road of, of the politics and it's one of the things that i think when we've tried to do our, art of it, you know, our events together. I'm very conscious. I, I know myself. I promote you know that these are art events, but they've got a, there's a there's a real challenge in all of them thrown out in a way that, of of good, bad, and different and the thing. And, I, and that's my thing. Do you do you do you feel that it's possible to get a very strong political message across in artwork? Is it the wrong medium? No, oh, we're like a reacher doing a traveling show in here. I see. Yeah. Um, well, yes and no. I mean, it seems that, uh, you know, these days any and all activities are political. But, you know, I would say that politics is like art. It's kind of a, it's a mode that uh, we came up with the idea for it. Uh, so, you know, art is politics and politics is art on a certain level. So it's like, uh, and you can make a strong statement in any or both that can re relate to to each other. But, but you know, it's like, do we do a strong statement? Uh, I mean, we talked about this a lot because let's face it, you know, like the politically, socially engaged 
practices are quite pre pre prevalent. But, uh, and we did talk about it, and for me, my biggest um, critique of it is whether in the context of art or politics and what can, whether, you know, art, art statement can be political or vice versa, it's, it's about uh, not stating the things that we all see or know, but it's about proposing new workable solutions. And this no one can do. Mm. So in a way, I mean, you know, maybe that will be the first, uh, the first, uh, you know, political art if someone will come with a strong proposal for a workable solution. Yeah, like, like there's a kind of a, like the, you've got to affect people in, in, in some ways. And it's a, it, it seems at the moment, like, like I'm kind of talking a little bit off the top of my head as well, like the, 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 the language of the descriptors of art have got this has been something that has been challenged many times but the descriptive the way art's described is is virtually constantly having its teeth you know, you know its voice removed from it you know it's, it's yes you can affect people but the way that it's written about and the kind of the debate the debate seemed to constantly just get you know pulled into this sort of mush you know and it's and I, and I don't know whether it's um style or whether it's actually a strong message that's been trying to be put across. You know, like, it's been done, you know, you arguably, like, Guernica with Picasso puts across the message. It's, you'll never look at that painting and think, oh, that's a nice painting in terms of, you know, it's like the, the, the vocabulary we have to describe things is actually quite poor. Is it people don't want to explore the vocabulary of how they want to think about art. Well, but that's, you know, here it's, you know, you know, we can say that it's partially our fault because it's like, and it's the, yet again, the education, because it's like, a, you have to educate people to talk about art and to be critical. Well, I mean, and that, you know, that applies equally to political awareness or, or political, uh, you know, whatever, debate, etc. It doesn't mean that you have to go to university or that you have to be like a very knowledgeable. There, there, there is a basic education that uh, you have to be a little bit critical and you have to be taught how to be brave enough and uh, sometimes vocalize what you think without feeling that you will be, I don't know, dismissed, ridicule, ridiculed, or, you know, that's, that's I would say, is the most uh, important. Can he, can, if you have a strong statement to make, which might challenge the very nature of the institution that's supporting it, are galleries suitable venues? Any venues are suitable, I would say. Uh, you know, it's not... The galleries are changing as well, uh, in my opinion. It's not... You know, in the end of the day, it's not about the place. I just think that it's maybe about, like, uh, what's done in those places. You know, because yet again, coming back to political, artistic, let's say, let's throw performance in it. 
even if we drag someone to a gallery for 48 hour performance where we will like uh, try to brainwash them you know it's still i think that as long as we don't really kind of teach them something but something like really tangible and show them how to use it really implement it in their own life we are still not uh, successful so and 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 even you know like if we put some pictures on the walls but we still don't provide them with the you know as you said vocabulary some sort of like a analytical language i think that even the aesthetical i think that people don't even know like you know i work in retail and i hear people saying oh that's beautiful that's nice oh i really like it or i really love it this dress or that i sometimes have the impression that they have zero clue what they are talking about because if i started to really question them they would be clueless because it's like uh, so easy to say i like it or i don't like it you once said to me the next an exhibition be people would remember my exhibition if they came in everyone visited and i just slapped them in the face <laughs> Is there any plan to do that? Well, there is always a plan to do that. Thank you very much, Mary. Thank you. Right. <laughs>